From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 11th of April 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the recent Pentagon leaks. This isn't the only thing happening in the world, though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, I sit down with Rory, Jack and Scarlett for a daily briefing anniversary quiz. But first, what was revealed in the recent Pentagon leaks? Over the weekend, a number of Pentagon documents, which were leaked a few weeks ago, were finally verified, giving insights into Western allies' positions on Ukraine, Israel and China. For this daily briefing, we're going to focus specifically on the findings in relation to Ukraine. But if you want to know more about the others, a full video about this is coming out on TLDR News Global in the next few days. Anyway, these leaks actually came from a variety of, well, strange sources. Some were posted to 4chan, some were posted to a Discord server about the Minecraft Earth map, and some were posted to a Discord channel called WowMau, which is nominally a fan server for a Filipino gaming YouTuber. Now, while these recently uncovered documents are believed by some, including several former NATO officials, to be legitimate, some are sceptical, especially some in Ukraine. A presidential advisor has dismissed these claims, saying that they are simply a Russian psychological operation, or PSYOP. For their part, the Pentagon has been trying to get the photos off Twitter for the last few days. Anyway, disclaimers and caveats aside, what have these leaked documents actually shown? Well, firstly, one of the largest claims is that the Ukrainians have lost a lot more people than originally thought, and the Russians have lost fewer. One of the photos claims that around 16,000 to 17,500 Russians have been killed in action, and around 61,500 to 71,500 Ukrainians have been killed. On the Russian side, the West has generally estimated that there have been around 200,000 Russian casualties, although this does also include those that are wounded in action. Another key finding from these leaks is that the US believes that Ukraine's air defences face some pretty serious challenges in the next few months. As part of this, the leaked documents claim that if Ukraine continues to use their Buck missiles at their current rate, then they will be completely depleted by only May the 3rd. As a result, most of Ukraine's critical infrastructure outside of Kyiv and other key areas in Ukraine will no longer have air defence cover. While these are the main points about Ukraine from the recent leaks, it appears that the US is concerned that this may not be the end of things. Right now, they're not sure who did this and for what purpose, and as such, they cannot rule out further leaks. We'll keep you updated if anything happens. Okay, so that's our main story for today, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. The past week has seen a lot of political drama in the US state of Tennessee, following a deadly school shooting in the state's capital of Nashville last month. Three Democratic lawmakers have been accused by Republicans of bringing disorder and dishonor to the House by joining protesters at the State House and leading chants on the House floor calling for stricter gun laws. This was followed by the almost unprecedented expulsion of two of the three representatives, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. The third representative, Gloria Johnson, said that race was a likely factor in why Republicans didn't vote to expel her, something echoed by her two young black colleagues. 
But just days later, Justin Jones defiantly returned to the Tennessee State House, declaring power to the people after the Nashville Area Council unanimously voted to restore him to office until a special election, which Jones says he'll run in can be held to permanently fill the seat. The same will likely happen to Pearson in the coming days. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has reversed his decision to fire his defence minister, Yoav Gallant, amid increasing violence and tension in the region. Gallant was originally sacked last month after he called for the government to halt its controversial judicial reforms amid mass opposition to the proposals. This decision sparked even more strikes and protests across the country, and a day later Netanyahu announced that he would suspend the legislation to allow time for dialogue. A new statement from Netanyahu says he and Gallant are working together on countering the security challenges, and that they had had tough differences which he decided to put behind us. Israel's security situation has deteriorated in the past week or so. An Israeli raid on the third holiest site in Islam, the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem, was followed by multiple attacks in Israel and the occupied West Bank. Dozens of rockets were fired at Israel by militants in the Gaza Strip, Lebanon and Syria. Israel responded with strikes of its own. Monday marked the 25th anniversary of the Belfast Good Friday Agreement, which was signed in 1998 and brought an end to three decades of conflict in Northern Ireland, known as the Troubles. The agreement restored self-government through power-sharing to Northern Ireland, saw the disarmament of both loyalist and republican paramilitary groups, and more. While Northern Ireland certainly still has its issues, the Good Friday Agreement was, in the words of today's British government, a remarkable achievement. US President Joe Biden, who is notably proud of his Irish heritage, is travelling to the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland this week to mark the 25th anniversary of the peace agreement, where he will underscore the US commitment to preserving peace and encouraging prosperity. He's also expected to meet representatives from all five of Northern Ireland's main political parties in a push to restart power sharing, which broke down amid a unionist boycott over post-Brexit trade arrangements. We end the main section with uplifting news from Yemen, where hopes have been raised for a new and potentially permanent ceasefire. A delegation from Saudi Arabia is in the Yemeni capital of Sana for talks with Houthi rebels, with a mediation team from Oman also present. The UN's envoy to Yemen, Hans Grundberg, says it's the nearest Yemen has been to peace since fighting started in 2014, though the road is still long. Yemen has been devastated by the brutal eight-year war between the Houthis and the Saudi-led coalition supporting the government. The conflict has also been described as a proxy war between regional rivals Saudi Arabia and Iran, but the new reapproachment between the two countries may be crucial in bringing about an end to the war. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our TLDR daily anniversary quiz... A bit harsh for me in Scotland. That is harsh. actually, I do apologise. Really mean. Really mean, but really I love mean. it. How many times has Ben worn his famous cardigan? <laughs> you yeah. did not the exact day. Yes. Yeah. Are you taking notes of scores? Oh, that's zero so far, isn't it? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you use your noggin, yeah, if you, you use you'll your be able to figure out. Use your noggin. Then watch the extended ad-free edition of the Daily Briefing over on Nebula.
That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.